All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of What in the World podcast on this fine Sunday evening of March the 5th. Tonight with us, we have Dwayne Scott Cerny, who is a author, a humorist, and a vintage dealer. And uh, we're looking forward to talking with him tonight about uh, about his experiences in dealing uh, dead people's stuff. His website is selling uh, dead people's things, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, selling deadpeoplesthings.com. He has... Uh, a book by the same name and recently published as of June of last year. Another book called Vintage Confidential, Confidential Retro Rattled Tales Tattled. So welcome. Welcome, welcome, Dwayne. Thank you for coming on to our humble little podcast. I'm, I'm happy to be here, and I think I just saw a black cat. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, No, that was my dog. He's just oh, kicking so it in the a, back. We'll count. <laughs> yeah, we'll count it. We'll count it. You're a cat tonight, dude. I, I also have a black cat sitting behind me, though. No joke. There he's, we go. Oh. he's sitting on a pillow back here somewhere. But anyway. I, I kicked mine out. I mean, <laughs> literally, it's just behind the door. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, let's see, Scott. How long have you been um, dealing, wheeling and dealing in uh, dead people's things, their artifacts, their collections of stuff? <laughs> So since 88, 87, uh, I was actually doing copywriting for anybody. You <laughs> <laughs> would hire me when you self, self-employed. And I would shop at this one antique store. It's a giant antique store uh, here in Chicago. And um, kind of befriended the, sorry, long story, befriended the wife of the owner who was a bit of a chatterbox. Uh-huh. And her, her husband, owner of the mall, was a book dealer. And book people are crazy to begin with, so right there. Anyway, I would come in, and I never really had any money, and uh, I would just start talking to her. And she said, you know, would you consider, like, helping us with our marketing? They're like by Wrigley Field. They should have all these people coming in and out, and right. traffic is great. And I'm thinking, I, I could do that. I would love to do that. And she says, well, that's great. You know, come up with some ideas. And I came up, I thought, like, short-term ideas, long-term ideas. But here's the thing. They had no money. Mm. Uh, and so she says, you know what, we, we can give you a booth in the basement. Um, and this is this, you know, I don't know, 60,000 square foot place. Mm-hmm. And anything about like junking around, whether it be in a store or someone's home, you want to go in the basement. Right. right? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where like the treasure is. Right. <laughs> so there's their book people, they're broke. And now you're going in their basement. Do I have those th- yeah. three things yeah. right so far? Okay. Just, just making sure I'm <laughs> caught up. Yep. Yep. I'm, Big store on Clark Street, though, you know, four blocks from uh, Wrigley Field. Um, so great traffic area. And it's just bars all over the place. So, you know, a lot of drunks. Oh, yeah. And that can, that can be good. Uh-huh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> if I was hammered in Chicago and I walked by a uh, vintage store like that, I would probably pop in and see what kind of yeah, things yeah. my drunk brain decided it wanted I, to pick up. I just came from my shop today, and it was funny because we had some stoners in, which, which happens. You know? <laughs> they were, like, losing their mind. Um, and, but it was like a pen, like it was that cloud that came around with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, off, off, off topic. So they could only pay me with a, with a, with a booth, and I thought, well, I got to do something here. So I would just run around the thrift stores and try and buy stuff, and 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 I was terrible at it. I really was terrible at it. <laughs> and it got to a certain point where, uh, I mean, I, I made some money, but dealers would just come and buy from me, and then that was it. I right. just couldn't really keep the booth full and the woman who owned the store had said uh you know i have this long list of people who are looking for booths and i'm like take the booth back this isn't working <laughs> <laughs> no, 
up in Madison, he's been down and he's got he's got he's, he's doing this mid-century modern stuff. And even then, I'm going like, what is that? You know, mm-hmm. 1980. I'm like, and she she says, you know, you, I should introduce you. So she introduced me to him. Actually, I went I took a bus up to Madison, Wisconsin, and he was managing of this very cool mid-century store that was selling to dealers in New York and LA. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like immediately my, my yeah. My, so some like ritzy, some ritzy dealers. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you want to be. And I'm going, this is the guy. And we really hit it off and he was funny. And uh, I was like, Hey, I got this booth. If you could bring stuff, I'm there. I can sell it. Cause I'm better, I'm better at that. And that's how the two of us got started doing this in just a, a 150 square foot, booth um in 1988 and then we uh that place closed and we opened up a Wrigleyville antique mall we were we owned that for eight years so uh, so that guy that you got partnered up with you guys that you're the business partners now business partners in it and it was oh what a cool story that's sick you just glossed over that like oh that's just (laughs) how it started that's a really cool story though yeah That's that's how i got started and that's and again and it's one of these things where um, I'm gonna sound like I'm tooting my horn, horn here, but no, I, I, please I've always, toot away. Well, I've always been good at like just spotting talent, uh-huh. and then if they're talented and then you know, honest and decent and funny. Almost fu- funny is almost better than, than, than honestly, than being yeah, main you know, ingredient. I, I have a good time with somebody. Um, uh, and it was like, this guy is it, this guy is fucking fantastic. And then the, I had a record label, uh, back in the uh early 80s and that was the same thing it was just spotting this person has it mm-hmm. this this is it and and i've always been good at that and even now so the store that uh, jeff and i own in uh, chicago which is broadway antique market um there's it's 75 dealers 20 of them at least have been with us since the beginning um uh which is kind of incredible but that's, cool. that's a good batting but, average right there yeah, but the thing is, they're all really good people. Mm. They're real good people, and it works because I, I, I did. And it, you know, when it doesn't, it doesn't. Clearly, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't kick, kick people out, but I still show them where the door is. <laughs> right. Uh, it's really darn mere of you know, are you selling? And but I, mm-hmm. I need to find honest, decent people with a good eye. People just who just, who just have a good eye. They. They, they know it and it might not even be like my taste and that's not important, but they get it in their own way. And then there's, they build up an audience. Yeah. Uh, a retail audience for what they sell. So, uh, you know, sorry, not to butt into your conversation here, but um, the more people that I meet, especially the more successful people that I meet, it's always kind of about that one situation in their life. That was always like the byproduct of hard work. You know what I mean? And the old saying that like luck is the byproduct of hard work. It, it's it's hard work, but like in your scenario, when you just meet that one person and you're able to create something beautiful, like that's typically how that goes. You know what I right. mean? It's just one break, one one. We're all lucky in that way, you know, in different ways. But that's cool to hear your story and how that crafted and how it was just kind of like byproduct of hard work you meet the right person in the right time and there you go now you have this cool antique shop in chicago and i think what underscores that is the fact that when people are thinking about starting a business and it's going like i don't have any money Mm -hmm. i don't have the equipment i don't have the contacts you know all these things that that they don't have 
Yeah, the excuses as to why. You can find somebody else, as, as you guys have found one another in doing this, right? And right. that's the key. Mm-hmm. The other thing, then you got the tool you can figure it out. Yes, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then one, one of you going, fuck it, I don't know. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, which you're entitled to say. All right. Uh, yeah, but but that's it, which is you know kind of squaring back to uh, this. Selling dead people's things is about people. Mm-hmm. So... And when you know, watch. Uh, uh, I mean, the best vintage show on, on, on television it has been for dec- decades is Antique Roadshow. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you want to know what something's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the money shot. But but it's that story. The story behind the stuff, right? Yeah. Why that show works? No, one hundred percent. My mom and dad I, used to watch that show like religiously every week uh, when it know, would come on growing up, and then just some of the stories surrounding how people got a hold of the stuff that they have is like, yeah. dang, that's super cool. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's worth five hundred thousand dollars, and they're like, what? <laughs> you know who still watches Antique Roadshow? Nancy? This guy. Oh, dang it. No, I I do. I love it. Whenever I can find it on public access TV, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna see some stuff and we're gonna hear some story. And I don't watch it for the value. I mean, yeah, the yeah, value is like the cherry cool. on top. But the story, like it, this lady in Nana's attic for a hundred years, and I used to go up as a young little tot and go up and crawl up <laughs> in her, and like, yeah. yeah. By the way, it's worth a million dollars. And she's like, oh my goodness, sweet biscuits and gravy. I can't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's always those old anyway. people that talk that way too. <laughs> it's it's great when they're generally surprised because mm-hmm. there's other people that you know they've shopped it around every auction house and they yeah. per- perfectly well. So they say it's worth you know sixty thousand dollars insured for seventy five, and they're like, oh, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> cool. I got lowballed because I went to this other guy and he told me it was worth a hundred k. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not selling it to them. Just, yeah, they're just appraising uh, it and getting the story out there. Somebody will come pick it up later. What I understand too, this is that it, that's at, for the most part, and why it works is that's a one one shot thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this isn't that's not a rehearsed show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's all off the cuff. Yep. Yeah, then that makes it as we're doing it right here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, there, there are no million dollar reveals tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Those are you Dang all right. We're, we're well, betting. thanks for coming, guys. It's been a good <laughs> podcast, as always. <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing, though, again, about Roadshow, is that, um, and it's taken a while, but they now show things from the 80s and even something from yeah. the 90s creep in and really depends, especially if it's, again, maybe some artist who then had passed, but mm-hmm. whatever. Some jeweler, some somebody obscure jeweler, and for whatever reason, then they've really got some some auction numbers. But that's reflecting, and I think this is important because when this started off, it would be like, okay, this is an Amish chest, and you know, yeah, I don't know, unless it was thirty six double D. I don't. I, there's a lot of people who just wouldn't care about it, the Amish, <laughs> right? Uh, and but the, to go and see, like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a Noguchi coffee table, mm-hmm. right? You know, so and here's the thing, because as this goes on, they will absolutely be, you know, showing vintage T-shirts that are behind you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I can't wait. That'll be interesting to see. You know, and like because it'll be, you know, this was a touring band and they only made 10 of them and yep. you know, at one of them and you know, whatever. Um, 
and, and certainly the vinyl. Mm-hmm. The, the, the comeback on vinyl is just that's it, been I mean a market changer. I mean there are record stores now. I know, guys, right? Like I couldn't. Oh, I've, I've been into a few of them, right? And you know, you go in there and it's all this, the you know, the classic stuff from like you know '80s hair and metal bands when they were you know still putting the vinyl, the records out and stuff like that. But now, now you can go into them and like there's artists that I follow now that still like they're putting out 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 vinyls. Like Logic, uh, he's a pretty well known rapper now, but he puts out his stuff on vinyl. All like every media platform that he can put it out on, yeah. vinyl is one of the big deals. And the, the thing that people don't really think about is that um, not getting out there, but <laughs> what I do, what I do. Let's do uh, it. Okay, when 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 you're pressing vinyl or when you're creating something tangible, mm-hmm. physical, right? Yeah, this in a different different way. And so we'll talk we'll talk about this later. But it's like think of this like just photography. Think about mm-hmm. photography. Yeah. And yeah. then all the photos we have on, on our uh, on our on our phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, of mostly of cats and dogs, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I have a stepdaughter. I've literally found that all my photos now are my stepdaughter or my cats and my dogs. Yeah. Like, and then every now and then one of me and my wife. Like, and that's pretty much it. So, when have you printed them? Uh, we actually no. At, that's a lie. We the only ones we had printed around the house were from a photo shoot with an actual camera. Okay. Okay. No, which my, which my, may help in your in your whatever. I'm not exactly sure where you're going with this, but I think I kind of have an idea. Which which again may help with what the point yeah. you're making. Point, I'm point. picking up what you're putting down so far. By the way, also <laughs> yeah. Let me let me see if what I put down you might now want to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might throw it back <laughs> at you, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, is the fact that when when like an actual object is created, let's just stay with vinyl at the mm-hmm. moment, or 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 a book. You, right. know, you can listen to your, yep. your book, my books, anybody's books, right? But if you actually buy the book, you know, you buy a book, right? Mm-hmm. Physical thing that, that then has a weird life of its own. Yeah. <laughs> it has more meaning. It does. And I, that's like how I prefer to read my books still. Like, yeah, audiobooks and stuff are cool, but I still prefer when I do read is a physical. I like, I like the tangible thing in yeah. my hand to read and thumb through. Rather than somebody like reading it to me or trying to flip through it on my phone, put it this way: like, okay, and it's great we listen to an audio book and you listen to the audio book. It's it's uh, an audible medium, like hello, right? right. But mm-hmm. for somebody, the artist, the publishers, the blah, 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 who put the creative effort into creating an object, a thing, mm-hmm. just think about it as a noun. Well, let's just go yeah. as, yeah. as like a noun. it's just a it's just a thing, right? That thing goes on pressing records yeah right great that vinyl came back because suddenly it's not about oh yeah i can you can download anything on your on your on your uh, phone with, with music but when that object is created that thing goes on we're all thinking like in the present tense oh the guy had some records pressed yeah but 15 years from now for whatever reason that thing gets popular and there's an an object that can be resold yeah that thing, my point is these things go on to have their own little adventures it's right. What and what, right now, what, you don't consider that, but but it's it's it, the thing is a, an actual thing. Right. What you're saying is that matter matters. Mm. Huh. Right. Get it? Because <laughs> it's matter. 
So you if got it's it. matter, it matters, right? No, and I think in this day and really age, terrible it's... joke I just came up with on the fly there, Ben. I know you like that one. It was all right. Stick super, around; there might be more. Super funny. Okay. Um, he's here all night, folks. Um, but no, I think live Sundays in <laughs> this day and age, having those tangible things means more to people just because of how much we can just have on our phones at any time. So having that physical thing of something that you enjoy gives it more value to you as a person. And and th- think about when these these things and and this is great. I'm again I'm you know look looking at your abodes, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and is that what this is? There, everything's there. <laughs> uh, it could, could just be a digital object, mm-hmm. and it may very well be at some point just a digital object, right? As opposed to like what that thing me- it means to you. I would mm-hmm. say something got into your apartment by accident. Right. You, True. It, you bought it. You picked it up. You found it. You had a roommate who left it. You stole it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone, jump, jump in anytime. Yeah. But nothing got there by coincidence. And that reflects who you are. I right. mean, in the colors, the colors that I'm seeing, oh, the colors. <laughs> the background, <laughs> you know, which is an actual it's an actual background. Um, uh, it is an actual background. What? I thought that it was. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> one little question answer in my head. Okay. Space things and to find mm-hmm. space drapery is like, you know, ta-da. Yeah. It's um, great. But, but that says something about me because I'm interested in that and I'm interested right. in, you know, science and, and science fiction and the future and things mm-hmm. like that. Because, but that, but these objects define us. And I think what I find interesting, though, because as I'm in the business of this, is that, and you know, on any given weekend, I'm selling a lot of stuff. Um, and and it's all these things that just mm-hmm. continue on their way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and wh- why is that happening? It's because that person is attracted to that object. And you could say, okay, it's a set of Texas wear bowls, right? But she's buying it because that's her favorite color. You know, or he, another one's going, oh, I lost that in the, in the divorce. It's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> and now it's back. <laughs> You're like, well, there's a good reason to buy it. Yeah. Right. You know, or now they're like, yours. You know, or like, you know, these art, art being subjective. of, of mm-hmm. you know, These things then go on and they have a huge impact because that reflects that person. If that, that object brings them joy, my God, they're bringing it into their house. I mean, you can't think of you know, you can go out for dinner and you may bring home leftovers, but they don't hang around that long. Right. Right. And so that these things and even things, again, reference what, you know, I'm looking at, uh, uh, how do you pronounce uh, Mark? Yeah. McWiki? McGuire. Oh, McGuire. McGuire. That yeah. is, that is one Mark McGuire, one St. Louis Cardinal who at one time held the most home runs in one season. Um, redheaded first baseman and growing up, guess who was wow. a redheaded first baseman and a huge Cardinals fan. Yep. Do you need more connections to that? <laughs> yeah. No, I wish I was like related to him because I would probably be in a much bigger abode right now. But um, that's okay. I'm not, and he just inspired me. Well, this is this is the passion that matters. Exactly. I mean, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you know, now I have none of that information other than what you just told. And I can yeah. always uh, tag, and you know, we could market it later. But. Uh, <laughs> But it means it means so much to you, you know, that it's even, you know, has a has a place on the show. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's signed right. by him. Yeah, no, it's signed by him. And I'm a huge Cardinals fan. Um, you know, next year, you might, say, you see... up the metal in prison, you know, I mean, 
you'd see by that that I'm a Cardinals fan. And then the other piece of information about me that's behind me, uh, I got to go the other way, is I'm from Texas. So little Texas neon sign oh, up oh, there. But you're oh, right, though. Right. That these things, be, they, they, they mean a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, a 100%. Yeah. I mean, and again, some people go, oh, it's who you are. Yep. Yep. And it's how you 100%. then define in the world. So these objects have incredible power over us. And 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 they and that power goes on. That I was, there's there's it's fascinating to me when I watch people shop, and I actually have many people say this to me, and and here's the expression that spoke to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoke to me. And they'll find themselves saying that with those words, and you go, Well, that's not original. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Totally getting it, right? But there's an inherent thing to that. That's mm-hmm. a thing. It's not a coincidence. That's that's you know, I, I always, always look at this as like uh can the supernatural be defined as nature showing off? That's a that's that's is is that you are those your words? Yes. Or is that a quote? No, I well, like that a lot. That's I've never that's, thought of it in that way. That's it is cool. a quote. A quote, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that's fantastic. Who's that thinking. quote by? Do you know? Pardon? Who's that quote by? Do you know? I said that's my quote. I wrote oh, quote. that's your quote. quote. Okay, that is your Dwayne. quote. Quote by Dwayne. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> if you take it, you owe me a nickel. That's beautiful, Dwayne. <laughs> I will send you a copyright, a Alex. He knows. You, you he keep will an eye on the Venmos, friend, because every time I use that. I'll uh, I'll be demoing you a nickel. Um, I, it's it's and it's it doesn't just it's they're not just words that sound good together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you whenever whenever yeah. you're ready for one, because it it ties in perfectly to what you were just saying. Um, and I always have these questions written down coming into these interviews and then the conversation goes where it goes and I never get to ask him. But this is one that I wanted to ask you. I wrote this one down. Um, have you ever experienced or have you ever had reports of some sort of supernatural entities tied to articles that you've sold or articles that you know of or stories of that sort of thing? Because I know that you see it and hear about it in supernatural phenomenon all the time. You right. know, this doll is haunted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, you know, I, I, I truly believe that some piece of energy, however that exists in the realm of what we're dealing with, there is something that can be or potentially can be tied to a specific object. So I wanted to know if you had had personal experience with that or if you've what you've encountered in that world. Um, um, that's the, that's what the, certainly the first book is about. Mm. Uh, uh, about a third of it um, are, are stories such as that. Um, I do want to say, uh, prefacing it that, because the, the people who do believe this, in, the, in this happening, I also believe there's, just, there's, really, there's really good energy on things. For most everything, so people yeah. can go. It's it's always because I you know if I hear another haunted doll story, I'm gonna I'm gonna stuff myself. You know? <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I don't I blame you. Imagine. Yeah, there's haunted dolls, but so much of this is is humans connecting. You know, we see faces everywhere. Right. You know? 
Lori Anderson found it in a socket on the wall, which was brilliant. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we that's we're attuned to like, oh, there's a face, there's a face, there's yeah, a, there's in a cloud, and you know, yeah, there's a croissant. I don't know, but um, Jesus is on my toast. Yeah, the Jesus writing and there's, there's a damn thing. Um, so that's human human nature to do that. But just to say, it's like as far as the, uh, uh, energy, let's call it that. So because and the other thing, I just saw a thing the other the earlier about uh, somebody uh, had a uh, pulling a, a CD out of uh, at a Goodwill mm-hmm. and they're filming themselves doing it, and then they caught this face and the reflection on the of the CD. Interesting. Yeah um it's on one of the on one of those paranormal shows and yeah. it's like those are more believable because it's just something goofy yeah it wasn't something exactly goofy. he was at the goodwill looking for a, a deal yeah you know? oh, three dollars for the cd which to me was kind of spooky but right <laughs> but um so yeah the uh i'll try to tell you this is the reader's digest version <laughs> okay <laughs> um so we had a, a, a guy came in back it was in, when, in Wrigleyville. This older gentleman came in, into the store and he says, I got, I, got a, I got a desk I want to sell. And he's got a truck out front. And, uh, and I said, oh, let's take a look at it. He goes, oh, you know, it's, it's mission. It's going to be cheap. It's going to be cheap. And uh, which is arts and crafts. So, you yeah, know, 1920s, um, you know. So uh, and I, what did he want? He wanted like 200 bucks for it. And that's like, no, that was free. Honestly. Yeah. That's a great price. Uh, going, oh, I can make money on that. And uh, so, you know, we drag it in and uh, and uh, I pay him and he's, he was just, he's, I'm so glad to get rid of this, <laughs> which is oh, an Hold on a minute. <laughs> now, yeah. for why, sir? <laughs> and he goes, oh, you know, check out, check out the writing underneath all the drawers, right? And out the door he goes, I don't know, I don't know who he goes. <laughs> he just drops that and then leaves? Yeah, they drops that <laughs> Check oh, out the so. writing, see you. Like, <laughs> he's got cash, he's pew, pew. Yeah, this is literally the beginning of a poltergeist movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like you could write this as the beginning of a poltergeist movie. In fact, we'll chat afterwards. We got the whole pitch thing, so yeah, well maybe we'll craft something. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna craft your arts and crafts on this one. I can't wait. Let's go. We put it it in the basement. It's I think he had like six ninety five on it because you're gonna discount and whatever. Um, But darn it, if underneath every it was a so this is a. This is a partner's desk. I should point uh-huh. that out. Smaller partner's desk, but arts and crafts mission. Um, no chairs. Uh, but so you've got this middle drawer that can open on either side, right? Right. It's a partner's desk, right. But if you pull the whole thing out, there was this kind of just burnished into the wood, burnt into the wood. This story. There's this text. There's uh-huh. text, and I would say it was like Hebrew hieroglyphics. Okay. Burnt I, I, into the like, wood. You know, into the wood, burnished burnt burnt into the wood. Into wow. the wood. Okay. And then, uh, but it didn't really make any sense. Right. Uh, and without the other, the other drawers, which didn't go through, um, that was the one you could share. Those w- were done the same way. This was taking someone forever to do this. Right. And now this is a, this is again early '90s. We weren't running around taking a picture every, you know, <laughs> yeah, burning glass that comes through. Right. So yeah. Which at the time would have been looking glass. It was like, yeah, this, this is really cool, but we didn't photograph all this. So, okay, I, I got I to move this over. Instagram in the 90s would have just been all Burger King glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, I know, I know. I'm, yeah. So, okay. 
So we've got um, two guys who worked up for, for, for us, which were just, just the best guys in their, in their own ways. So, and they could not be more opposite. So what, one, one was white, one was of mixed race, uh, one, one was gay, one was straight. One's this whole arty thing guy, and the other one's like Mr. Corporate, right? And <laughs> right. they got along. So, and I've got these guys, you know, working together. I mean, they carry furniture, but that was about it. And they're both into the stuff, so that's why they're there. Right. Um, so, busy Saturday afternoon, I'm upstairs. Um, <laughs> there's this screaming from the basement, and the two of them come running up the stairs together uh, and said, what's with that fucking desk? Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> no, swear uh, away. Yeah. Uh, and they said, okay. So while we're standing there, the drawers open up and these little orbs of light started flying all around the basement. Okay. Bouncing all over the place. And this is, again, this is a basement. There are no windows. It's mm -hmm. all fluorescent light. Yep. Right. Yep. No yep. And then I heard the one guy said, it's like they're looking for a place to go. Okay. <laughs> and, it was what? What? Um, now the fact that the two of them agreed that this happened is mm. why I believe. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's a crucial part of the that's story. A yeah, very crucial detail. On, on a subway sandwich from lunch. You know, yeah. yeah, one of them was not having a stroke. Like <laughs> they were both. Whatever they were seeing was happening. That's yeah. This. Uh, so I I I I sold the desk a couple of times. And it and came that, back. It would come back. Oh, shit. It was, it was no shit. Twice. I think it happened twice. It happened once or twice. But <laughs> I know it happened once. Um, <laughs> I'm bringing it back, and I don't want to, and I'm, I, I'm not going to, I don't need to say why. And I was like, you know, you don't have to say why. Yeah, yeah, don't think That's cool. I was, damn it, I was just going <laughs> to say, would they, would they tell you why they were bringing it back? Well, this is just it. So that, though, no. No, they didn't. But I knew why. Yeah. Well, you had your two, you had your two guys. Well, obviously, yeah. Now it would be haunted, you know. Yeah. Frank Lloyd Wright inspired. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd go on. You'd be, if, if, I'm not going to sell something that's actually haunted. Uh, I didn't pass it. It didn't seem like a selling feature to me. Let's just put it that way. So, right. Um, but uh, fairly soon after that, well, the one one guy quit. And the other one, sadly, had passed away. Oh, damn. And I, in, for the book, I, I, inter I interviewed him about that incident, and he wouldn't talk about it, which was even crazier. He wouldn't talk he just about didn't it? talk about it? Talk about it. It's just... It's just... Nope. What, he's like, nah, that was a crazy experience, but I'm good. I don't need yeah, to relive no, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've repressed that memory all no. the way back here. That yeah. one's locked away, <laughs> lock and key. Nobody's... <laughs> He's a really smart guy, and he's pro he probably has his reasons. So, because yeah. a lot of the stories in my book are, uh, I either have permission from the families or they're documented, right? Stories. So, so we didn't say these are there's close to ghost stories of real things happening. Don't ask me what happened, I don't know. But <laughs> a woman comes in, uh, with her husband and buys the desk, uh huh. You know, and by that time, I think it was like $4.95. Yeah, well, now we have now we have cool a cool pitch that goes with it, so now it goes up in value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would have yeah. bought this thing so fast if I would have known. That, well, you know, what are you buying? So, this was funny because then I get this series of phone calls from this woman mm -hmm. who was a little stalkerish, but is understandable. And she'd say things like, "Okay, I want you to know, I'm not bringing it back." 
but I want to know what's with all the writing on the, the bottom. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. I, I've never seen that. I've done, it's, it's it's definitely folk art. Yeah. To do this, those panels alone would be just so artful now that I, you know, that I think about it. Um, so, uh, phone call after phone call. Um, and then, well, was there any problems with the desk when you, when you <laughs> it was, what kind of problems? <laughs> Whatever do you mean, ma'am? I don't know any problems. The drawer, the drawer slides <laughs> fine. Like, no, I, I don't know what you mean. It's a sturdy like, desk. <laughs> Boy, I wasn't there that day. What day was it? <laughs> so uh, finally, I thought, you know, I'm just gonna. She's gonna bring it back. Mm-hmm. And I said, are the desks? Are the drawers opening? And she goes, Yes, the drawers have opened. And my husband and I argue about this. And she goes, We we didn't understand. We thought it was. We checked the the level of the uh, the uh, mm-hmm. of the floor. We have a rug underneath it, and, and he's he's you know. Uh, checking the glides, it's always the glides. Yeah, always the glides problem. Give it the old, the old shake. Right, make I sure it's level. It, I don't believe in ghosts because of glides. It's glides. <laughs> this uh, poor old bastard is like Margaret. Why is the damn drawer open again? It must be the glides. <laughs> so, get out that level again. Level the floor. <laughs> Stop blaming that farting dog. You know? <laughs> right. Right. The cat is smacking the drawers open again. Keep it out of the right. office. So, but I'm trying to remember. I don't recall her having the orbs, and it really felt like they all came out in that basement, which yeah. doesn't surprise me. That basement had a real creepy real aura to it. Yeah, nothing to do. Maybe that's your poltergeist story there. <laughs> so, um, selling. They were selling all this. They're making and selling all this goth stuff, mm. but in the in those in the seventies. Mm-hmm. In the 70s. So it's new got well for this if you're around in the seventies it was new. Right. But, but a lot of that stuff gets pretty creepy with the gargoyles and the, yep. and that was all made there in that basement by the prior tenant. Mm. So it always had a I always thought that basement had a pretty weird vibe to it anyway. But we're not talking real estate, we're talking about a desk. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um but her problem was the drawers would open or clothes on their own. And right. then uh, they kind of, she said they just, they got used to it and they thought it it, char- it was charming. Uh, the spooky uh, desk became charming. Special. <laughs> yeah, it just became special. It, it, But there's the, the backstory on that was her grandmother had a partner's desk like that in her basement. And when she was growing up, they would play down there on that desk. Oh, okay, yeah. And this was very similar. So here, he's buying back her childhood. That's why she even bought it. Or I'd still mm-hmm. be sitting with no doubt. Um, and that's the other thing that people do is the, the things that you wanted as a kid and you couldn't get. Well, now you can just go online or, you know, it's it's there. Yeah. Well, why yeah. I have a whole bookshelf full of Star Wars yeah, figurines. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or you, you know, you'll uh, you'll spend a lot of time looking for it. Yeah. You know, it's something really rare. You know, it's the one that got away. You know, I got a, I got a book of those. Right. Not- so. So there's not, your haunted desk story. <laughs> not to tell another haunted doll story because I know you're sick of those, but my mother You're gonna have Dwayne some, stuff himself on, on live, dude. Come on. Well, I'm gonna set the preference for this because there is I, I've looked into this, I've done a little bit of research on it, and there is that stigma because dolls were so treasured 
mm-hmm. know, especially if you think of all the people that are dead yep. in our generation, you know, I should say freshly passed away, maybe, um, where dolls were so treasured back in those days, like a porcelain doll could, you know, that could be your one of your most prized possessions in the home because they were so expensive and you yep. were supposed to pass them down to your kids and they're supposed to gain value and blah, blah, blah. And my grandmother had a set of those dolls. Um, and my mom would be, and her and her mom had a very tumultuous relationship. So this would, I can't say it any better that this would be very like picturesque of that grandmother to like knock her prized possession down in the afterlife mm. to show my mom like, hey, are you paying attention to these? Are you paying attention? You know, yeah, that sort of thing. And she'd just be like dusting in her room and she had them set on this shelf in her room and they would just fall over. And it was kind of the same story where my dad would be like, you know, not necessarily physically getting out the level every time, but like, what the fuck? Like, what is, what's the deal here? Why? (laughs) I knew I put that thing in level when I put it up there. Flat. Like what? Yeah. I can't understand why they just fall over. And sometimes you just be hanging out in a room and that fucking doll would boop, like, okay, what's the deal with that? What's, how is that happening all the time? What, what, would, and what did they tell you? As my mom is a big believer in the supernatural, but she'd just be like, that's your fucking grandmother. That's your fucking grandmother. I'm like, okay. All, all right. right. Cool. Hey, Mima, if you could stop knocking the dolls over while I'm chilling, that'd be super great. Thanks. Well, <laughs> And I know our listeners are probably tired of me saying it because I've said it a hundred times. I grew up in a very haunted house in South Texas, like very, very haunted. I, that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time, but which we've you done. do not have to spend <laughs> any time convincing me or talking to me about like supernatural phenomenon because yep. I didn't really believe it growing up. Like I saw the ghost stories and, you know, you see the exorcist and all that shit it's like okay that's a fun thing to think about and then it actually starts happening and you're like okay this is a lot different than just thinking about it like this is really real right now and it's kind of fucking scary so yeah i've i've had a lot of experience in in that sort of realm and uh i don't blame that one guy for being like nope didn't happen Nope, not talking about it again those orbs never existed we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen. And it also comes down to um, being uh, receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, it's, you know, it's grandma. There's the explanation. Yeah. Certainly it is. Right. And that just like, we're moving. Um, <laughs> right. Pack, pack the bags. We're out. Leave <laughs> grandma here by herself. You know, we or she ends up in the goodwill box. It's clear. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I know, but I, I think, uh, uh, you know, your mom and, and clearly yourself, you know, you're, if you're, if you're open to things mm-hmm. and not just paranormal, though, this is what we're talking about. If you're open to it, it's much more likely it's going to happen to you. Right. And yeah. all this, like all this, like commanding things that, you know, should come to me, you know, with the, uh, it's uh, if you have magical powers or you're on a Ouija board or you're yeah. like, like Spirit world owes you shit. Let's let's start there. <laughs> True, right? I mean, I'm going to show up because this guy in Milwaukee. <laughs> That's another great told me to just quote. show up. Yeah, like nah. <laughs> Some people act like the spirit world doesn't owe you shit. 
<laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. The spirit world doesn't owe you shit. I love that. <laughs> it's like, listen, once it's the Antichrist, you're trying to get rid of them. So, right. <laughs> there's all these different people in between. And I love it. You'd be like, you're in the afterlife and there's some idiots summoning demons. You're like, and they're like, well, you know, we're all out of demons right now. Could you just fill in for me? <laughs> right. There, all our demons are uh, busy if we could get grandma. To just and then he was supposed to go down there and like you know knock around the dishes in his kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> all that work. Um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna need a demon in Los Alamos, Texas. Um, <laughs> you're you're on contract. We yeah, gotta start messing with these one. people. It's like a dispatch center. Like, yeah, we're gonna need you uh, down south for this next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you, have you done any graveyard work? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you pulled the graveyard shit. Ah, tough. No, That's no. tough. It'll look good on your resume for later, but uh, you know this is kind of entry level, so you know better get after it. <laughs> it's like Monsters Inc. <laughs> I think you know that resume in the afterlife would probably be a little skinny. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do for the past millennia? Um, I stuck around one house in uh, northern Idaho, and uh, that's where I've been. That's where I've been chilling. <laughs> I got twelve kids. Got 12 kids. Not a bad start. <laughs> Casper the horny goat ghost. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We digress. Yes, we do. We do. We do indeed. Um, so how we even, oh yeah. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, <clears throat> so I know you kind of gave your story, uh, earlier about, you know, how you and your business partner got together. What like initially drew you to kind of wheeling and dealing in vintage and, and, and like selling old people, like dead people's stuff. Cause I know you started out like, you know, like you said, record shop, copyright stuff. And then you just kind of threw right. meeting people. So I can go back to being like seven or eight years old and mm -hmm. I had a, a business and I called it the porch store. <laughs> Terrible name because people thought I was selling porches or you know, <laughs> I refer What does a eight year old gonna do? Build me a porch? No way. <laughs> Come in and looking for a contractor. The kids in my neighborhood and I basically consigned it. Yeah. It was a consignment store for kids boys. And you know you're not you're not playing with that you know. <laughs> Give it to me, I will sell it. Sign it for you, and I would sell it for them, or they could trade for other toys. Okay. So anyway, that was like seven, eight. I, I made a little money, and my mother was like, "Pack it off." So, I pictured Dwayne <laughs> wearing those neighborhood same, children's toys. I pictured Dwayne wearing those same glasses as an eight-year-old. Like, hey, you're not playing with that. Come on. Mine is. <laughs> people could be passing you know twenties. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> And in high school, so it was that was there. That was just mm -hmm. a thing. You know, uh, uh, I mean, between I just would read a lot. I was always fascinated with um, like the history of department stores. Okay. Uh, and the history of I don't say really like retail. Uh, here yeah. there was an antique store. They unearthed an antique store in the ruins of Pompeii. Mm. So mm -hmm. um, this this business has been around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, very sure. interesting. That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So, me either. So, this is, and you can just go on throughout history. There's just always, it's, it's been like, okay, resale has always been here. Right. It's just falling at something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
now it can be this is great because well it's you know it's it's green and it's earth friendly and it reduces your carbon footprint and unless you're a size seven and a half um <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of, you can just spin it that way, but it's still, you know, it still comes down to resale. Mm-hmm. In high school, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, tell this one quickly. Uh, so my father worked for um, basically a contractor from a uh, division of uh, Playboy. Okay. Um, but, but they were all on the production end of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my, and my father was a photo engraver and worked on, it was all processing the film mm-hmm. above the models. And, um, so... My father would uh, talk about <laughs> really shy guy, just just a very gentle person, and then this is you know what he's doing. But it was a big contract, and this is how Playboy magazine got started with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was it uh, uh, Rogers Graphics or whatever? Until um, they got so rid of your Rogers. dad. Your dad yeah. processed photos for Playboy. Playboy, yeah, but but that's and, fantastic. Would they these so on occasion he would bring home these very large to be large formats? I'm gonna go 11 by 14, uh-huh. right? Yeah, of this you know. Um, and my mother would have herself a fit, oh, right. and it would be <laughs> what I was able to do with because this is before computers. Mm-hmm. So, and, and photo engraving, I only what I don't know about it is just what I've read about it, and you know, <laughs> that's an art, yeah, uh, and a lost art. I mean, now there's software for that, but <laughs> right. So anyway, um, the one time he did that, my mother had himself, herself a fit and uh, threw, threw all these photos out in the garbage. And I got up in the middle of the night and, and, and took the envelope. And, uh, and it was really the last thing I wanted to see. <laughs> Put it that way. Just because I couldn't tell the difference between, you know, Miss March or Miss February, except for the size of her breasts. You know? Right. One could hold up sizable tchotchkes on a shelf. <laughs> I was unaware of, of who they were, but that's a whole thing about who, you know, obviously who they were. So it's like, how can I make money on this? So, uh, so I, I always say I, I took down all my um, uh, Broadway show tune posters uh-huh. in, my, in my locker and um, opened up basically, it was like the Playboy store. <laughs> trade, I would trade kids photo these photos for playboy magazines so it was like i want 10 playboy magazines for you know but but then i'd start by selling the small ones right <laughs> yeah heavens you know and she's like um yeah uh and i i don't know i probably had like 40 or 50 of those but then i got then i got all these magazines which were much more saleable right i was just gonna say much more valuable, more yeah. valuable. it was much the much more wanted in that I uh-huh. could so I tried to find somebody to pay all his you know top money for these photos, which you know top money in a you know I'm a 17 year old in a high school. What kind? Of, right. What's the retail market there? Yeah. You know, oh, you were okay. You were 17 when? Yeah, yeah, 16, 17. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, so, I had my stuff on mute there for a second. Uh, but okay. And here, I'm the worst person to be selling that. I mean, the last, <laughs> you know. Not uh, not really interested in the Playboys at that stage of your life. No, and and but I realized it was it was a great way to manipulate people. Oh, for yes, sure, a hundred percent. Most people yeah. would say, "Oh, I don't want these. Stay in the garbage." So that, you Young know, that, Dwayne was like, "Oh no, no, friend. no, no, no! I'm about to make a I bag. See money. <laughs> I see money. Let's go." <laughs> Young man who suddenly wanted to talk to me. <laughs> all the guys that bullied you all of a sudden were like hold up Dwayne has Dwayne school. has the stuff 
I've got stuff. Well, they ended up liking me. Oh, I was just like, great. Swirlies were a thing of the past. Right, right. I don't, I don't anymore. And there's, there's a, there's a really funny story in the, in the latest book about, about that. What's well, funny and, and disturbing, but <laughs> as, as well, it should be. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Different ways to get beaten up in high school. <laughs> It's just a booklet now. It's just great. waiting for the dumb ways to die no. trend music to come from TikTok over this whole segment. No, no again, even a longer answer to a shorter question. Uh, retail, my retail interest in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's like every eight years I had to like go back to vintage. Well, I realized it was a way to make some money. Right. But it was like, but you know, it's how to do it. Mm-hmm. Did uh, you did you just cash out on the Playboys then? Just sold the oh, Playboys? Yeah, no. Just straight was, cash? Was, oh, was, yeah. In all these magazines. Well, you probably doubled your money or tripled your Hello, money. Mother. Easy. And oh, yeah. uh, Hammy, hi. I did really muted I, in here so I, that I could I'm talk to you guys. Like I made a thousand hours. It was it was a lot. That's um, that genius entrepreneur yeah. spirit, man. I'm telling you. And here, here, here's a lesson though. But so sometimes you know you got to sell shit that you don't really even like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that's okay. But you should still have respect for what it is. You know, mm-hmm. know your um and believe in believe in your product but the thing with that was those sold themselves because oh, yeah. i learned then again how important it was that barbie benton or who the fuck knows you know with, <laughs> when it comes to mind uh, it's probably earlier that but but you know again you know miss june oh you know every oh but well miss june was it 83 or 84 oh oh yeah the people get crazy about that mess yeah yeah so or, Our- Sorry. Our guys in in Brussels, Belgium, right now are probably typing in Barbie Benton to their. Google. There's going to be an uptick <laughs> from Brussels of seven <laughs> concurrent searches for who Barbie Benton is. Once again, <laughs> shout out to those seven dudes in Brussels that listen to us. Those okay, guys are the MVPs. Well, gentlemen, start up your Venmos. <laughs> <laughs> you tip back, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I, apparently i'll just be here on your fundraisers from now on then. perfect yeah yeah i'll just i'll just link you every yeah, we'll just na- yeah we'll just have a link and then a portion of it will just go directly to you Great. um i do have another question that i wrote down that i really want to ask you um and it's a more simple question um what is your favorite piece or maybe the piece that you most were like man i really want to keep this but you had to sell it like your fate what's the most favorite thing you've ever sold that's a that's a hard question that would be my hardest because i'll while you think about that every my wife and i kind of pride ourselves on all of the decorations you'll see in our house you won't be able to like walk into hobby lobby and see that we have a ton of old stuff thrift shop stuff my wife just picked up a couple new piece pieces <laughs> like five dollar <laughs> items or whatever you know a couple new things and my brother came over last night and he immediately he spotted him he was like oh when'd you get this when'd you get this and like you know like you were saying earlier they kind of have like a gravitational to him anyway if i tried to do what you do i would have so much shit i would <laughs> not be able to it or maybe I would be able to after a certain point in time. Favorite piece, hardest thing to sell, thing you wanted to keep most but ended up having to let go of. 
No, and he, you know, look, he prefaces this with this is a, this is an easier question. It's going to take me to. You just I thought you there said were, it was simple. You handed this man an like, onion. Like <laughs> the one that got away, you know, oh, like the know, one that's that. There's the one that got away. Right? Oh, okay, we'll do that one then. Yeah, what's <laughs> the one that got away then? We'll start there, and then we'll just go down yeah. the list. Yeah, and then I want to hear. I want to hear yours. So. You know, okay. It's gonna be all about me. I know that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Works for me. Works for me. So it's just... <laughs> uh, uh, open up the store uh, one day, and uh, the dealers had been in the night before and restocked. And you know, I that at that time we weren't that big. It was all on one floor. It was three stores that connected. But anyway, and I just run through and turn out all the case lights and uh, and there's this water pitcher. That I recall seeing there before, um, and so uh, silver plate, small, mm-hmm. uh, not a teapot, but not like a giant pitcher. So just right. like in, just in between, right? Old, clearly, but like you know, and it looked like steamship. I don't know. Gonna be my guess. And uh, open up, open up the store, uh, and maybe an hour later, a guy comes in and you see where this is going. Right uh, to it. Walks around. And, 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 and I, don't want, I don't want to knock the guy, but it's my story and I'd knock, knock him anyway. It's just one of these doop do doop do doop do doop do doop You know, car, he, he can walk down the street and cars just don't hit him. And they just don't. And they, you know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he comes up to the counter with this fucking pitcher. <laughs> you son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, wait. Turns it over, right? And he says, uh, he goes, this says the Lusitania. Oh, right? What? Uh, yeah. How, and again, how can it just be from the Lusitania, right? Um, because, I mean, that, that went yeah. down in Shifts 15 on. minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Right? So somebody had lifted this off the ship before that happened. Wow. So that's really as good as having a, a good, well, I'm general, generalizing, but a comparable piece to something from the fucking Titanic. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rarity. And then he's, and they're going like, and, and I'm the kind of person, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta sell it to him. I have to sell it to him. I yeah. Have to sell it. How many times could I say that? Do I believe? <laughs> yeah. Stop strangling him. Right. right. Um, so he says, do you have anything else from the Lusitania? <laughs> from the Lusitania, like brother, I didn't even know it's from the Lusitania. <laughs> yeah, they're in, they're in the the last aisle on your left back there. All the Lusitania original <laughs> pieces <laughs> from the sh- yep, they're all yeah. right back last there. aisle on the left. Yep, it's the Lusitania room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a booth back there with all the other stuff. <laughs> well, they nail you into, and you will never be seen again. <laughs> just leave the picture outside before you go. I'll no, keep I, it up here for you. I, I've sold some things. I go, you know, I, I sold, there was a thing today I absolutely would have snapped up. Um, uh, you know, thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but that's something where people always want to talk about money, and I'm going mm-hmm. like, I, I, I've never even, lo- I don't even want to know what that, you know what that could have been worth. Oh my goodness, yeah. So, but but he got he got it for forty five bucks. Wow. So, just just um, wait. You'll see it on the Antique Roadshow next week, probably. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, there's, but we've had stuff on there that that hasn't been mine, but mm-hmm. things that we've uh, to to other dealers that have that have ended up on there. Um, and uh, well, we prop a lot of TV shows and and films that always mm. have. Uh, so it's it's funny. We, there was a a coffee table which was a just a nothing of a coffee table, just like a 1950s blonde. Uh-huh. Kind of Lucy kind of coffee table, right? That they'd have, uh, and I don't know. It was probably like a hundred a quarter or a hundred bucks or something. We could not sell that thing, but every they kept renting it. What? So it was, it was in half a dozen commercials. They were completely unrelated. It was just they would always just gravitate towards this, you know. And, and finally, the last time they rented it, they broke it, and it was just we're done. <laughs> just keep it at this point. <laughs> we made so much money on this. Well, so you know that you know, nobody asked for that. I don't. Anyway, you're going to tell, tell me tell us your story about the one that got away. Yeah, I I don't necessarily. There was one time I was in a thrift shop, um, and I like to collect um old like Jim Beam bottles. Like Jim Beam did like a decanter series. I'm sure you're familiar with. Um. And I saw one in a thrift shop one day, and it was really cool. It was the elephant. They did a Democrat and Republican, and it was the elephant. And they had it priced at like 20 bucks. And I was pretty young and poor at this time. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't don't think I want to spend 20 bucks on that. And I go home and find out what they're going on online, you know, for like 100 Mm -hmm. bucks plus. I'm like, fuck. And I went back the next day, and of course it was gone. And that thing still escaped, and I can buy it online. It's not that big of a deal. But I, I found, actually, my dad gifted me the donkey one, but I still don't have that damn elephant. I'm, I'll find <laughs> it one day. I'll find it one day. It, 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 may, it may turn up. It may. It'll come uh, back around. Or, or just the donkey's head next to you in bed. <laughs> <laughs> No, but literally, if you look around my entire office, my whole house, it's pretty much all stuff from either like thrift shops or antique shops. Like my wife and I really like the old stuff, and it has a story and it's unique. And mm-hmm. well, yeah, you make my point because it's it's uh, it's you exactly. Yeah, well, 100%. yeah. like that's the stuff that I look for if I ever. Am you know, just out and about, and I'm like, ah, you get a wild hair, and I go to, like, you know, uh, uh, antique store, something like that. I usually try and find the booth that has all of, like, the vintage Star Wars stuff in it. Because I love, like, Star Wars, I love Star Wars. And there have been times where I've found, like, some super, like, cool, like, old vintage, like, uh, still-in-the-box, um, you know, like, the die-cast keychains of the characters and that kind of stuff, and never picked them up because I didn't have anywhere to put them when i got them so then and then i would like you know i'd never go back to the store and gone forever never had another chance i did i think once i think i have it sitting up there somewhere i have a die cast like r2d2 keychain still the box but i got it from a buddy who i was watching stream video games on twitch he has this he goes around and kind of like looks for star wars paraphernalia whether it's new or old or whatever and he had one of those and i had saved up enough of the the rewards points or whatever in his channel that I finally snagged that one. So I have that sitting up, sitting up there, but I haven't found anything, you know, recently to kind of add to that collection, but I have a whole bunch of stuff like that. But yeah. It's, I mean, you could just tell by the way you express yourself 
<laughs> how much this means to you. Yeah. This did it, 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 it's uh, you know, I, I know it's, it, it, there's really no other word is just saying it, it's it's lovely. It really yeah. is because it's just it makes us very human mm-hmm. and it's just appreciation. And the other thing too is the hunt. Yeah. Reference to the hunt a couple times there. Not using that word, but that's the you know. And that's what it is. Yeah. Jim Beam decanter. It's just yep. it's on the hunt, and when you were on the hunt, and then it's like, oh, what is like? I didn't know I was. I, I wanted this. Mm-hmm. You don't know you wanted it. You didn't even know that thing existed, and then you see it, and you go like, okay. I gotta have it. Yep. There, you know, it's a penguin ice bucket, and there's one every ten feet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Baby of the fifties. That was more successful. <laughs> With ice buckets, that it's, 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 it's a wedding gift, like here, like re gifted, you know, <laughs> the stuff that they were re gifting. Yeah, uh, uh, the I, I, I totally embrace the, the collectible nature of, of, of this uh, uh, conversation. So, I'll tell you a story about one that didn't get away, but somebody else didn't get it. So I was in a big mall in uh, uh, California. It's like it's kind of like way suburban San Francisco, like out. And um, it was a really nice mall. And I, I glanced in a booth, and there's a woman who's holding a um, Star Trek uh, domed lunchbox. So the yeah, like the original mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So and I'm going like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to have it, lady. Uh, well, at that point, we really big in the lunchbox business. Mm. One of the things we were selling again before the internet. So, and always a great seller. And the one wall here, that that booth in the basement. Should go back to that, which, <laughs> which then became six booths, right? And we rented because we could afford to. So we had a good quarter of the basement, and one whole wall was just lunchboxes. So. You know, fifty lunch boxes, and then the better ones we'd have locked up in a showcase. Right. So, yeah, full income stream just about just for lunch boxes, and we buy like, collections, and so that was really how we got our start. And then we did kitchen sets, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> so here's this woman, and it's like oh, she puts it down. Oh my God, she put the lunch box down. So wait till she leaves the booth. You gotta wait till they get into the very next booth. <laughs> right. Yep. Give it a give it a little bit of space to breathe. <laughs> This, you know, this is African safari here. So, <laughs> yeah. Listen to us when you say, make sure the competition, you know, is it's, gone. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I make a beeline for that. And 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 the thermos is in it. And it's like, oh, it's like get the whole set. It's $145. So this is even then a grand 12, mm-hmm. something. Like so 10 times the money. Easy, easy. So I trap my stuff up to the counter. <laughs> Let's go with my things, da da da. And you know, you you just know where this is going. So, twenty minutes later, there's a big ruckus at the uh, front. The oh no! That woman who's like, I was looking at that, and I was gonna buy that, and she said, "Well, you're not the you're not that short little guy who brought it up here." <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved. I have to be short. I'm the short little guy. Like, <laughs> Insult to injury right there. You know what? I don't care how small I am. I am leaving with that fucking lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah, for sure. So, so, she was to, so this old lady's trying to you know, muscle her out of, out, of the, out of the lunchbox, which she, of course, she wasn't going wasn't to do. Right. Um, and again, if this ever happens to you, stay away from the counter. 
<laughs> don't go anywhere near because it's not going to be any better. So that's just, just some advice. Uh, that, and that paid for the, my entire trip. Paid for my entire trip. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. Um, I did have a question. My my mom texted me, and she wants to know because she has some some like antique stuff from like her family. She wanted to know if you knew like what you know about like depression glassware, so like like the depression era glassware, and how to sell it. Apparently, that's what she wants to know. Well, yeah, I love your mom, but talking about depression era glassware is really one of the most depressing things I could think. Of. <laughs> it's in the name, mom. It's in the, there's this. I, she should turn it over and does it, is there a number for the suicide hotline? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, not kidding. Anything, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab uh, some water. Yeah, oh. for sure. Oh my. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, mom. That's the best you're getting for depression glassware. Um. Sell it to uh, Dwayne. Yeah, I'll just sell it to Dwayne, and then he'll he'll flip a. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Yes, I know, but Mom needs a boat." Antique roadshow. No, no, no. We should let me. It's great. Thank you for texting in. <laughs> uh, uh, frequently asked questions because they're yeah. so dark, right? Um, and you know, I, I, I think some people don't remember. Uh, that uh, dinner like that was was given away. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving stuff away, there's going to be really going to be a lot of it. Um, and it was very much of a premium item again back in the day. So you're going right. to say free store in the 20s and the 30s or whatever. Um, so there's just like a lot, a lot of it. Um, it's probably two ways. Two ways she can go um, is doing a complete inventory of what she has. So, because you want to sell all of it together, right. like, well, I'm I'm willing to sell a cup, you know? No, yeah. Well, <laughs> mom's, to try, mom's trying to buy a boat, so she'll sell all of it. <laughs> she wants a. Well, she's just trying to get extra money here and there. It's going to go in the boat fund. So, selling Playboy magazine. Am I? <laughs> am I missing something? Is like Depression era glassware? Is that like a popular thing people sell? Is that like a? That's the, we were oh, okay. I I didn't know if I was missing something no. there. No, no, you're but, not missing anything. You know, what we're missing is people willing to buy it, apparently. Mm. <laughs> That's the missing piece. Is nobody wants it now. No, 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 again, honest answer. She, she needs that. Uh, so put it together as a lot, a collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could she, photos sell things um, and send it off to auction houses to see if, they're, if they'd be willing to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, it's you know finding some uh, <laughs> some friend who will no longer be a friend with you in the future who's willing <laughs> who's willing to put it on uh, eBay as the again as the lot as the lot okay yep, yep. there you go mom yep. yeah and you know going like I I kind of you know get an offer you know take it yeah so, you know, like if there's some sleepers in there you know you've got the rare creamer that was only made in 1927 between August yeah. and uh and that's the one with the initial that who knows but could but the anal retentiveness of people and what they collect is you know a thing as, right. as well so let somebody like discover that like in an auction or a lot and you can you know, you actually might do well with it so there you go mom. The market, yeah, eBay or send it to an auction house or your third option is once you get the boat just chuck it off the boat and don't think about it anymore <laughs> and this kind of ties in with one of my questions with like 
how subjective is the value of something? And I'm sure extremely subjective, but like how to do rates basically get set by the demand? Is it all just like a supply and demand type thing and like a bidding type auction? I guess if you got a Star Wars lunchbox from 1965, how would Before you be Star able Wars to say, thing, yeah, you know, like this is worth $1,100 or this is worth $21,000, you know, like how does, I've always wondered how, who determines value in things. And I guess the supplier and the demand would yeah, I think set that, that I, value. Yeah. So no, you got it. I'd say the, the market does. And in that, yeah. you know, if you just look at it kind of in reverse, in, in that you could, there are sites like, well, you could look at what whatever is, is uh, sold on eBay, mm-hmm. marked so you only look yeah. at what it's sold for, not the ridiculous money laundering objects. <laughs> right. You know, it was a thing today I saw it was $144,000. I can't even tell you what it was. So <laughs> I don't, don't know what's going don't on. Don't put that glassware in the chest, Mom. I don't want the glassware. Fabulous. Do like what you the, will with it, but do not put it in that looking chest. At what things have sold for across the spectrums of other auction houses, and I think eBay, but they may be proprietary. Okay. I don't. Um, so like a Kelly Blue Book of auction yeah, yeah, items yeah. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So it pushes it all together. We got this number from this one, you know, from one website or or another website. But I also think it reflects trends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, well, and even at Roadshow, I see that. Well, you know what? Like when something is not as worth as much as it was in the prior estimate. I know. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen episodes like that where it's been you know years between, and they're like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do. This used to sell for this, but the trend is no longer. People aren't collecting this thing anymore. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's bad if you're losing money, but the duck has to like show you the door. <laughs> what? And I used to I used to love Pawn Stars primarily when I was like in college and had nothing else to do. And it always used to and I always thought it was probably more like for cinematic value than anything. But some of those guys come in and are like, I'm asking for 15,000 for this World War Two, you know, whatever. And then they're like, man, that's worth like twenty five hundred, you know, at most. And the such high expectations versus the demand and like, yeah, that guy probably saw one of those sell on like eBay for that price or because mm-hmm. somebody got duped into it or whatever. But it seems so subjective, like, and I guess it would just get set by the market. What people are willing to pay for it is basically. Yeah. And, and you know, really depends, depends what it is going to sound like a, <laughs> a little, uh, a bit of bit of an excuse, but but you look at something that's you know just mass produced. Yeah. I mean, an example like oh, of course, uh, yeah. Michael Jackson's Thriller, and they'll go, yeah. "Why is that six dollars?" Well, because they sold forty million of them. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Go back to the vinyl reference, but then there could be some obscure jazz group that was you know only together for until they ran out of drugs, and they only <laughs> thousand records. But you know, one of them went on to be a genius, and the others right. overdosed. Whatever. There's some. Yeah, bad- yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yep. Going like, no, that's the one. That's the one that you would want. So, but it so it depends. Depends what it, I, I, you know, what you're asking. But it's like, you know, if you get into like art, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, original art versus versus just a signed print or signed and numbered print. Though that's a big, you know, people big just difference. Yeah, signed and numbered prints are like a big deal, which is which is smart actually because it's the affordable art that you can 
it's going to be worth it. Um, but just my point is, is you see you see these trends, um, and so some things just. Uh, we'll I'll give an example. Unfortunately, Higgins glass is something that has lost its popularity, which is a fused 50s glass, mm. different colors. They'd make these giant trays, and they're yeah. cool. Um, they also made these rondelettes, which are round pieces of glass, and then they're all hung together, like in mm. screen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it a husband and wife that made they made these. They would sell it at the old town. Um, art fair in the in the 60s here so this is i mean this is basic artisan stuff though yeah. they opened it out they made a lot of it and you know they're selling it to department stores and so you know it's trickled into you know resale well again five ten years ago it always sold always sold always sold. Eh, not, not so much, so much. They, want, they want that kind of blank of glass that i dream of genie type glass okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i can't keep that in <laughs> So it's people say, oh, there's no interest in glass. Depends on what kind of glass. What the glass is, yeah, what the trends have set, <laughs> yeah. Basically what you're saying is there's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> it's what, what, it's what, what, what is it? <laughs> and yeah, exactly, not, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I, I 100% yeah, get what you're saying. Like yeah. you said, you know, there could be, if you get an auction, whether it's eBay or, you know, the real world, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> No doubt. Um, you ask about Twitter. Apparently, there's your answer. Right? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, the collective <laughs> genius mind that Twitter is. But it only takes two people to make an auction, and right. then you've got yeah. So, but let's give a boost to the fact that you know retail and resale has really come back since mm -hmm. uh, since the pandemic, and people recognize recognizing you know the value of you're supporting you know, local what business. Yeah. You know, St. Vincent de Paul or every yeah. community is different church thrifts and things like that. Um, but you know, you, every, this stuff has to come from somewhere. So, and the thing is, as it trickles up and even trickles up into my store, it's a deal. I mean, I, I'm very confident in everything that we sell that basically this is a deal is that you're not going to really, you're not going to find another one in the same condition, at the same price, put it right. that way. Yeah. So, you know, when when you're um, uh, look, looking at the, uh, you know, uh, Democrat or Republican Jim Beam bottles, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, when you're finding it, you have no competition. You could have bought it. And that's why you're kicking yourself now. Whereas yeah. if it had been online, you probably, you know, you know, I'll go to 25. Screw this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's the dynamic of it, and, and I always find that interesting because when there isn't competition, then you're on your own. You have to make make up your mind: are you buying that or not? Right. Yeah. You walk away from it. Who's watching you when you're shopping? And right. When you're looking at the um, uh, Star Wars, you know, yeah, pieces. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna put this one back, and you know, ten minutes later, it's gone. Yeah, uh, which I've so, had that happen too. Walking through okay, antique store, those, those both, <laughs> drop they're, they're, it, they're, make they're, make like my way back around. Jungle. Just be like, because I was thinking about it more, and I come back and it's gone. I'm just like, how? It's been five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so the ones that got away. That's yeah. There's a there's a, there's a song there. <laughs> For sure, legitimately, there sure is. Uh, let's see. Oof. Well, Damn, that flew by. We're about an hour 
over hour and 15. Um, I was just going to say we're we're about there. We're about there. Uh chat, do you guys have any questions off the top of your off the top of your heads right now for uh for Dwayne? And while you guys are thinking that, Alex, I think it's time you hit him with the with the question that we started last week. Oh boy. This is a heavy one. And then I might have Dwayne. to try and, I'm going to have to okay. get a whiteboard and start ranking people. I know. I've asked people or actually just our there's a competition <laughs> yes so now there's a competition <laughs> kind of yes. like, paying attention you know all no. right well no not there, no there, no go ahead <laughs> i decided last week that i'm going to start asking every guest this because i think it's um a good question to ask people and i think i already kind of know what your answer is going to be just based on our general conversation at least in a direction um our general plight in life. What is our purpose on this world? What should our mission be as human beings? Why do you think... Not necessarily why do you think we're here. What do you think our purpose is on this earth? Maybe I could just summarize it to that question, Ben. Yeah, be... I think that's a good way to keep it nice and succinct. Like Through general your, through your life. life experience and stuff, what do you think the the human experience on earth is like the purpose of our human existence and experiences well it's great you save this for the end <laughs> very honestly ben i kind of forgot that we were doing this because our our conversation has been so uh not anti this but just a lot different than this yeah, type yeah. of conversation but at the same time it's a great question to ask people oh, no no, oh, no it's 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 a bong and a half. Yeah. It is. It's one yes. of those you <laughs> and you can not and have then to you, be detailed. You ask it's, it right. can be as simple as a couple words. It can yeah. be as detailed as a paragraph. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and we never heard from Dwayne and again. That's been our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Nothing happens. Great notes. Great, 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 great question. So, one sense I'm coming kind of, outside of misinterpreting it is um, I'm just talking about the collective uh, uh, humanity of us all. I mean, as like as a species, <laughs> there's the. I mean, it is go, are we going that 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 broad? However, I would say more more succinct to like on a human personal level like what is our general plight in life and i you know maybe as succinctly if someone asked me this question granted i've had a lot of time to talk about it because i'm the asker um would be like be as good to people as possible would be like a short simple answer for me i would go deeper into the sense of all we can do to take care of each other and my what I view my general purpose in life to be is to be as kind to others and to help others along as much as possible. And that's that's for me, that's the best version of myself. What can I do to help someone else today or, or what can I do to to make our existence better? You know, um, and then you could go the more deeper like philosophical route which i don't think i would do like maybe a general christian off the street would be like love jesus you know or whatever um would general plight in life well that's just 
eloquent what what you said you know and i of course just i'll just steal it uh, <laughs> perfect perfect uh uh but but no respectfully uh, let me let me drill down into that one um i would say it's it's equally important to to um help people who haven't um who need help but may not be able to ask mm. um, be accessible which i it's kind of one of my favorite words mm-hmm. so i love the fact even though it's been <laughs> frightening from time to time that i've had friends contact me when they were in really bad spots and at least one of them said i knew you'd be the guy who could help me and that says a lot about you yeah for be sure guy can help somebody that they were whatever was whatever was going to ha- whatever had happened mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter you're just there broken car accident and the overdose and the uh, you know anything anything short of a body <laughs> right you know um, bingo and that i mean that i wasn't i you know wasn't gonna judge and you know who who, who am i but to 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 be i just go back to be it be accessible i think if you're that kind of person you get that same kind of empath and people mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to um, talk to you. Just be, so really, I mean, you're just saying, be, you know, just be there. I'm well, really but that's, that's you a, perfect, so, a perfect and different way to say the same thing. But it's also important because like when I clip these eventually someday and put them in a little montage, that's what I'll use, like the be accessible. You know what I mean? I think it's really cool part and part of why I want to ask people that question is I think it's really important, especially in our society today, for us to come together and figure out how we can help each other better, you know, because I don't know the question to ask because I just simply don't know the question to ask. You know, I'm not I'm not walking in your shoes. So how some like you just said, some people don't necessarily know they need help or I don't know how to help someone because I'm just not walking in their shoes. I'm not struggling with that, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's Um, be accessible, be, be the guy to call or the girl to call or the whatever. Yeah. Be the, um, be the person, be the person to to call, to call. Yeah. Be the person. And I mean, well, I guess a little, some of that is the the, the pay it forward Mm -hmm. notion. Um, but but it kind of takes it it kind of takes it beyond that because you know these could be you could get dragged into some very like uncomfortable things you know and uh, sh- sh- short of it being uh, illegal or semi illegal um, uh, I think when you're just willing to risk yourself to help somebody else and th- that's God if it's just if everybody did that. You know, right, you know, in a perfect um, world. And think of the times that you know you were down, and it's like, well, who did I call? Who did I feel comfortable enough to you know talk to? Yeah, you know? someone that you can be vulnerable with, and in return, they can be vulnerable with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's this is not about it's. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's not about you. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not about me. And I think so often that is just people go right into like, well, you know, you think you've got problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the worst type of people you know just just what 
Oh, you think that's trauma? Let me tell you about my trauma. Yeah. yeah. It's the last <laughs> thing the person needs at that point. <laughs> and, well, and then look at so much of this, this like, you know, baloney on, uh, that blows up on, online. Mm-hmm. These, uh, these, <laughs> these uh, <laughs> interventions gone bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm looking at, but this people causing shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it's just you know, it's just to be. It's it's not that difficult to be good to one another. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's 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 effortless unless you're an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that's a great way to put it. Some might argue it's actually harder to be an asshole because for most people, when you help someone else, it makes you feel good. There's yeah. that you know thing there. So wouldn't you argue that being an asshole would make life worse because now you feel worse? And you're going to put so much effort into just being a dick. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, and and there's people who just enjoy that. And there's too much of that going on. (laughs) Some people just want to watch the world burn, you know? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. well, if, if you're not the arsonist, you're the fire. All <laughs> 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 right. Uh, well, that was well a, put. Yeah, well, well put. put. It was a great answer Very to, well done. to that question. Uh, once again, everybody, this has been uh, this has been Dwayne Scott Cerny talking to us about uh, just his life uh, selling dead people stuff, and it's been uh, a great talk, a great podcast uh, with lots of lots of amazing stories and anecdotes. Uh, put around Uh, so we we do truly appreciate you coming on and spending the time to talk with us and that's not just one of those podcast host isms that we tell people we do truly appreciate it right I'll I'll be checking that rock roster that uh, was (laughs) I will I will eventually put a put a whiteboard up and I'll just start ranking people's answers yes we'll be looking into that that's yeah good. for sure but uh yeah once again appreciate it so much everybody else uh thank you for spending part of your sunday evening with us and uh we'll be back next we, week another cool guest uh hey next hold week. on What's we up? need we need plugs for Dwayne. oh true uh, true your your website is selling dead people's stuff selling, selling dead people's things.com i have it in the things, description things below. selling Dead was people's things. things. Yep. <laughs> yes. Things, not stuff. Things. Yep. It's uh, it is linked down below in the description. Uh, Dwayne's uh, Instagram handle is also down there, as well as his TikTok is down there as well. Uh, so be sure to go check that out. Oh, he has he TikTok. has I need he has to, two... I don't even do TikTok. Mate, do you do Instagram stories? Yeah, he's got reels. Reels? Oh, sweet. All right. Yep. You're, All that you're information. Tonight. Uh, I should have done that beforehand. Uh, but. <laughs> John Waters, the what John Waters Instagram uh, that I had yesterday. Uh-huh. That that uh, that's try try something something a little new. Uh yeah, and then uh, second book is uh vintageconfidential.com. Mm-hmm. And that that just came out. Uh, I will warn you though that the cover for selling dead people's things is rather controversial. And uh, Ooh. Yes. how so? It's disturbing. It's disturbing. I think you know what? I think Ooh. I might not be still suitable have it up here. for all audiences. No, I'm, I'm about it's... to. Yeah, here we go. It is kind of creepy, but I I like it. So actually, oh, let I me think just I saw it. Yeah, I'm no, share I the screen saw it. real fast. So here we go. I know what you're talking about. I, I so so there um, you go, guys. Um, 
right there. There it is. It is selling dead people's things. Dwayne Scott Cerny. Um, this is the website as well. But this is the this is his first book, and then uh, the next the second one is, and I bet you it's on here somewhere. If I go home, yep, right here. here. New book available. If it'll load, there you go. Vintage Confidential this is the second one. So there's both of uh, there's both of uh, Dwayne's That's books. That's so scandalous. Super also. scandalous. Yeah, what are those? Bondage. But uh, yep. So those are those are Dwayne's books. And uh, once again, thank you for uh, for coming on this evening, and spending the <clears throat> the time to talk with us uh, as well as everybody else. Uh, we'll be back again next week. We have another super cool guest next week. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the 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 lady who had a near death experience. Ooh. I believe it sure is. So that's going to be um, a really interesting conversation to have with her and get her story and then talk about that experience with her based off the, uh, the background that Alex and I both have. Uh, so that'll be one you guys don't want to miss. We've, we've talked about this topic in the past, but now we're going to have somebody who actually lived it, lived it, slash so. died it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so that's going to be it for us for, uh, for tonight, y'all. Uh, again, just everybody have a great week, have a safe week. And, uh, like we Dwayne. tell you guys every week, and I did a poor job of hyping this up last week, but as always, like Alex, make Alex, sure, make sure you tell somebody you love them. Okay, go out there and wrap your big old bear claws around them. Send somebody a text, somebody that you've been thinking of. You're like, man, I should text that person, and uh, do it right now. Pull up your phone, type that person's number. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead, pull up your phone. <laughs> Uh, find that person's contact information. Okay, perfect. Got him. Okay, now type I L O V E W O U. W. We're spelling okay. we're spelling you with W's now, guys. Y O U. <laughs> All oh, right, y'all. Man, it's been a long day. Why? Yeah. Anyway, love you guys. Talk love soon. you guys. We will see y'all next week. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, bye, bye.